Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Wow. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And if you're going to live your life like it matters, you need two things. Number one, you need to be connected to Like It Matters. You know, this daily radio show from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time right here every day. It's an hour of power. And the second thing you need is a vision. And the cool thing is the vision uh, is brought to you by the first thing. Because not only do we do this radio show daily, but we do a bi-weekly podcast called Living Life Like It Matters. We send out the word of God every day at wayofwarrior.blog. And not only that, we do transformational leadership training in 48 hours that will change your life forever. I've been doing it for 30 years. And you can find that at likeitmatters.net. And all the those things will get you the second thing is what we all need, and that is called vision. You know, there's a good book out there that says, without a vision, people perish. A lot of people know that part. They don't know the second half of that, which is Proverbs 29:18. Solomon wrote it. He said, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Rather, they cast off restraint. They become ungovernable. They cannot be reined in. And you know, I'm an etymologist by trade. And that word vision is a powerful word. It has multiple meanings. The most defined word in the English dictionary is the word set. S-E-T. Uh, It has over 400 uses, variations. Look it up if you don't believe me. I know what I'm talking about. Uh, The word love. Right, The word love uh, to many of us is similar to the word snow to the Eskimos, right? Uh, The Eskimos have like a hundred words to describe snow. And boy, we love chocolate chip ice cream. We love our pets. We love America. We love Biden or we love Trump. We love Like It Matters Radio. Uh, We love our uh, God, right? Same word. But lots of different meanings, right? I, I, I love my, my, uh, my producer, John, there, but I want to make sure he knows what kind of love. You know, when you read love in the Bible, there are four different words. Uh, one is agape. That's God's love, something you and I cannot do on our own. It's only God through us that can do that. Uh, then there's a phileo, right? Philadelphia, hear it, the, the, the root word there. The city of brotherly love. That's what phileo is, brotherly love. Uh, and then a storge, uh, which is more of a compound word. It's familiar love. And then there's the word that most of you think of. It's eros. That's sexual love. You know, when you say you fall in love with someone. You don't fall in love with anybody. You might be turned on by them. You want mom to have some quiet physical time with them behind closed doors, but that's not love. Uh, Love is not uh, a feeling. It's not a noun. Love is a verb. Right? For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For our, our veterans so loved the world, uh, their, uh, their country, they do something about it. Uh, for John so loves his job, he does something about it. Uh, for I so love my God, I do something about it. Do you hear it? It's a verb. 
And as much as I love John, it's agape, uh, it's um, uh, phileo, uh, maybe even some storge, but sorry, John, no arrows here, sorry. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. Uh, you know, stripes, I'm willing to learn, but no, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. And so vision's the same way. You know, uh, um, there's a guy, I can't think of his name now, J, oh, J. Vernon McGee, he's with the Lord. And his quote was, I love it, that we're all speaking the same language, but we're all using different dictionaries. And so today, I want to talk about the word vision, and it has multiple meanings, it has many different meanings. When I use the word vision, when I'm talking about leader, it means to connect the dots, to see in the future. But when I use the word vision, when I'm talking about a mission vision statement, I'm talking about the left brain side of goal getting. It's the details. It's the uh, unemotional, just physical activities that you got to do. It's a set of goals. And so today, we're going to be talking about vision, because I truly believe without vision, people perish, which reminds me of a story. And now, story time with Mr. Black. One day, a woman named Louise fell asleep in her bed and dreamed a very fitful dream. She dreamed that someone in hell wrote a letter to her and it was to be delivered to her by a messenger. The messenger passed between the lakes of burning fire and brimstone that occupies hell and found his way to the door that would lead him to the outside world. Louise dreamed that the messenger walked to her house, came inside, and gently but firmly woke Louise. He gave her the message, saying only that a friend had written it to her, from hell. Louise in her dream with trembling hands took the letter, opened the letter, and this is what she read. My friend, I stand in judgment now and feel that you're to blame somehow. Never did you point the way. You knew the Lord in truth and glory, but never did you tell the story. My knowledge then was very dim. You could have led me safe to him. Though we live together on this earth, you never told me of the second birth. And now I stand this day condemned because you failed to mention him. You taught me many things. That is true. I called you friend and trusted you. But I learn now that it's too late. You could have kept me from this fate. We walked by day and talked by night, and yet you showed me not the light. You let me live and love and die. You knew I'd never live on high. Yes, I called you friend in life and trusted you through joy and strife. And yet I'm coming to the end. I cannot now call you my friend. Signed, Marcia. After reading the letter, Louise awoke. The dream was still so real in her mind. Sweat dripped from her body in pools. She, wore, she swore she could still smell the acrid smell of brimstone and smoke in her room. And as she contemplated the meaning of her dream, she realized that as a Christian, she had failed in her duty to go out to all the world and preach the gospel. 
As she thought of that, she promised herself that the next day she would call Marcia and invite her to church with her before it's too late. The next morning she awoke, still stirred by her dream, and she couldn't get to the phone quick enough. And she dialed Marcia, and this was the conversation. Hello, Bill. Is Marcia there? Louise, you don't know? No, Bill. No what? Marcia was killed last night in a car accident. I thought you knew. See, ladies and gentlemen, the good book says there are two types of sins, two types of activity that can separate us from God. Things that we do and should not do, they're called sins of commission. And things that we should have done that we did not do, and they are called sins of omission. And if you go to the original language that the Bible is written in, one of the meanings of the word sin, it's an archery term. It means to miss the mark. So we all have gifts, talents, and opportunities. We all have pain, trauma, and drama that we were allowed to go through. And just like gifts and talents, we can use them to hit the mark, to keep us on our mission, or to miss the mark, to keep us off our mission. So yes, without a vision, people perish. Without a vision, how do we know what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do? The mission is your why, and the vision is your how. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, let's talk about your vision. Because without a vision, people perish. I am black, and we'll be right back. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is where we are living life like it matters. Every day from Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can listen live anywhere in the world by live streaming with us on www.freedom1570. That's 1570freedom1570.com. You just hit that button at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and there you're going to have me sharing wisdom and John doing some drops, making some things lighter than I can make on my own. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're here for. And if you by chance miss it, let's say you had a really bad day and you forgot to get your daily dose of the black man, well, then you just go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to it in podcast form. Uh, and John usually has it up within an hour of the show being over. John's pretty good at that. So uh, you can listen to it on your own. And because our show is a nut, you know, nutrient dense, we put a lot of information in this short little 48 minutes. Uh, sometimes you might want to listen to it a couple times. Uh, that's another purpose of likeitmattersradio.com. And today I'm talking about vision. You know, yesterday we talked about uh, critical thinking. And what's lacking today is critical thinking. We don't 
challenge anything anymore. We, we, there's some stupid things. And if you read the Bible, uh, it says very clearly at the end days, what's weird will be called cool. And what's cool will be called weird. Uh, what's uh, normal will be called crazy. And what's crazy will be called normal. I'm paraphrasing. But God says everything's going to be topsy-turvy, upside down. Uh, and if you don't believe me, check this out. Ready for this? Virginia teacher says encouraging behaviors like following directions is white supremacy. <gasps> so you, you, you got to Yeah, you got to get this. Now, this is even a worse, a high school teacher. Uh, and when you watch the video, you can see how very effeminate he is. I'm sure he's a, a liberal Democrat, part of the LGBTQ XYZ community. Uh, and this guy's a teacher of high school. So this is a former of the human mind, our young men and women that are getting ready to go to adulthood. And this is what, whatever's going on in Virginia, someone should check the water supply. Virginia used to be so red, now it's blue. Uh, it's so liberal. Uh, one of the wealthiest parts of the country now is around D.C. All these elected officials uh, become wealthy in government. Remember when everybody was so worried about Donald Trump and the Molinment Clause, so worried about Donald Trump making a profit uh, off of being president. Yeah, it makes me sick. Donald Trump lost billions of dollars being president. Donald Trump's name brand will be ever tarnished because for four years, the media did nothing but destroy this man. Hour after hour, day after day, week after week. That's all they did was destroy this man. Uh, And so it's just stunning when you see now what's being what's being acceptable. And so this falls under the CRT, critical race theory. This calls under the Black Lives Matter. This falls under the lie that now we're all supposed to believe. So, I mean, from from California teachers boasting that they got rid of the American flag because it was offensive, but they have a gay flag, a gay pride flag, and she's definitely a homosexual. And so she thought it was very funny that people were pledging allegiance to the gay pride flag uh, instead of the American flag. These are teachers. These are what's going on. And so here's what this guy, uh, stunning uh, Josh Thompson, an English teacher at Blacksburg High School. And we all know that English is uh, white supremacy, too, because black people should have their own language, right? They should be able to talk in whatever they want. Logical, right? If we keep lowering the bar far enough for black people, I guess these liberals think that then black people will feel, feel good because we have no expectations. They can't get a driver's license. They can't use a photocopier. They can't get to a polling place. Uh, they can't do anything. I, I'm stunned. If I was black, I would never, ever be a part of the Democratic Party that thinks so poorly of me. But here's what this California teacher said. Uh, PBIS is basically uh, the way that we uh, reinforce uh, behavior expectations. You know, uh, PBIS is, is behavioral expectations that we have of our schools. And what he's saying, so quote, if PBS, PBIS sorry, concerns itself with positive behaviors, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are these positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly, that you're not disrupting people and that you're in your seat and all these things that come from, ready, white culture. The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in many cultures. 
So if we're positively enforcing these behaviors, we are by extension positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is the definition of white supremacy. Now do you hear why I keep saying we're all speaking the same language, but we have a different dictionary? And this guy teaches English. This is the sad part. I mean, he his foray, his forte, should say, is English. And this is just stunning. So why do I bring that up? Because vision is about seeing in the future. Vision is about how things are connected. Now, in the old days, vision meant something different, just like Proverbs 29, 18. When it says, without a vision, people perish. That's the New King James Version. Uh, just so you know, what they mean by vision is a word from God. That's what we used to call believe vision was. Remember in the Old Testament, uh, Daniel and Ezekiel and Isaiah and Jeremiah, right? The prophets, right? They had visions, And I want you to think about that, because that was how God spoke to us before the 400 years of quietness. You know, when the Israelites went to uh, Egypt, when they were taken with Joseph's family, remember Joseph's 70 people from the the tribes went to uh, uh, Egypt, and 400 years later, 2 million people were in the Exodus. So think about that. 70 people that over 400 years became a nation of 2 million people inside of another nation. Uh, stunning if you think about it. And so that was what vision was before back then. It was prophecy. And by the way, notice how it still means the same thing, though. What was prophecy about? Prophecy was about the future. Remember Joseph? He, the, you know, Nebuchadnezzar uh, had a dream, right? He, he had a dream. I'm sorry, that's not Nebuchadnezzar. I'm sorry, wrong one. Pharaoh had a dream, right? And Joseph, you know, dealt with all that. So that's what the visions are. They're dreams. But a dream was always about something that was going to happen. When Nebuchadnezzar had the, the dream, remember, he wanted to know what did this dream mean? What did it mean? And only those who could tell him what his dream would survive and what it was all about the future, You've got to get this. It was about the future. And it was Daniel who told Nebuchadnezzar that here's what it means. There are four great kingdoms and your kingdom's coming to an end. So it was all about the future. And that's what vision is, to, to, to connect dots, to see into the future. You know, a vision is like a dream. And, you know, one of the most famous was Dr. King. And, you know, with what's going on today, I think it's relevant to talk about Dr. King because what's going on today has nothing to do with the civil rights movement. It has to do with inequality, what they call equity. It has to do with uh, vengeance. It has to do with repercussions, reparations, resentment, regret. Right? You remember Dr. King, don't you? You remember that famous speech of his, don't you? Well, if not, John, why don't you share a clip of that famous speech? I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. See, Dr. King had a dream. It was a vision. It was what he saw America becoming. And by the way, you got to know that Dr. King was a blood-bought saint. Dr. King loved Jesus Christ more than he loved people of color. I just want to tell you that. There's no doubt in my mind. And even in his speech 
Uh, man, there's so much you could see there. Uh, he quotes scripture in there. One of my favorite parts he quotes in there, people don't even get it, uh, where he says, I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. You know why that matters? Is because that scripture, that's almost word for word, right? The New King James Version of Isaiah chapter 40. Number 40, uh, verse 4 through 5, it said, Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. That's what we're talking about. And Dr. King had vision. And here's what he said. This is part of his speech. But there's something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads in the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to generate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people. For many of our white brothers, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny. They have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. We cannot walk alone. And that's why Dr. King said, quote, You cannot drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. You cannot drive out hatred with hatred. Only love can do that. And you cannot drive out racism with racism. Only understanding can do that. And without a vision, you're going to miss this. And we're going to destroy this country. I am black. We'll be right back. Fight for the future's hard because the future hasn't happened yet. But I believe it will. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Well, 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 George W. Bush. Uh, I'm not him. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. If you're in listening to podcasts, just live in life. Like It Matters. And there you will find us. And today, the show is titled, Without a Vision, People Perish. 
And I want to talk about this thing called vision. You know, yesterday we kind of opened a topic up. And that's usually how I do it. I, I open a topic with one show, and then I wound up spending two or three shows kind of filling it out, if you will. And we, we talked yesterday about critical thinking. And under the guise of critical thinking, there'd be things like creative thinking, thinking outside the box, visioning, uh, all that stuff is, is, is basically the way to think on your own. The good book tells us that we're to have a reason for everything we believe. Uh, and I firmly believe that, that you should be able to give logical whys. And that's why we deal with the truth. You know, it was Jesus Christ who said the truth will set you free. But it was, I think, Charles Garfield that said, but first, it'll make you miserable. And people avoid the truth. People aren't interested in the truth. People think the truth is relative. Uh, it's not. Uh, the truth is the truth. And how is truth known? Truth can be discovered by using the self-evident laws of logic. See, there are laws of thinking, laws of logic, laws of causality. Newton's third law of motion, chain of causation, the law of non-contradiction. You see, this is what I do in this radio show. You don't have to agree with me. But can we have a discussion that's logical, that doesn't have the word Trump in it? I, I'm so sick and tired because some of you have been programmed to hate Trump. You've been played, player. You've been programmed, and you don't even know it. Uh, I mean, you're like the guy at the magic show uh, who gets hypnotized on accident and starts walking around, you know, clucking like a chicken. Cluck, 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 cluck. You're a chicken. You ever seen those uh, sitcoms where someone's in the audience and the guy's working to hypnotize somebody and says you're a chicken and it doesn't work? And then someone in the audience or someone that was watching starts acting like a chicken. That's exactly what's happened to you guys. Yeah, there's the chicken guy, right? And you don't even realize it. This is what this radio show is about. I teach you how your mind works. I, I, I teach us how the, the three combos, remember, we're, we're, we're un, unto ourselves a three-person being, right? We have the physical side, we have the mental side, and we have the spiritual side. But all three, it's like the tr Holy Trinity, Father, God, right? And then we have God the Son, and we have God the Holy Spirit. Three, yet one, right? The same thing. We are three, yet one. We have a body, and there's loss of that body. It's a machine. You've got to feed it. You've got to remove waste. Uh, you've got to build your immune system. You've got to get vitamins. You've got to get rest. Why do you think all this stuff? Why do you think there's all these websites about what you need to do to be healthy, what you need to do to be happy? And they teach you how your body works because it's a machine. That thing that you're in is a machine. You can know all you want about a car, but if it doesn't have electricity, if it's electric, or fuel, if it's a, a fuel running vehicle, then all the knowledge in the world about that vehicle means nothing. When you're stuck on the side of the road, there's nothing you can do. And so you got to know the rules of that machine called the human body. And then you got to realize that the brain drives the body, kind of like your engine drives the body. You have the nicest looking car with great tires, with great rims, with a great paint job, with great upholstery. If there's no motor in that thing, it's just a hotel or a makeout room. That's all it is. Because that car ain't going anywhere. You might live in it. You might make out in it. You might hide in it. You might listen to a radio in it if you plug it up to a battery because there's no motor in it. You got my point? <laughs> the same thing. And then the third part is the spirit side. And whether you believe in the God of the Bible or not, you have a spirit. You are an eternal being. And there's only two destinations. You are either with God or separate from God. Keep it simple, soldier. And so you know uh, truth 
by logical reasoning. So there's a couple things, and this is why vision's important. See, vision has many different meanings. That's what we were talking about before the break. I have six words that are the foundation for all great things. Uh, purpose, vision, team, focus, commitment, passion. Those are six foundational words. Now, when I use vision in the context of those six foundational words, to me, it means seeing in the future, see how things play out, to be able to connect the dots, right? That's what I use it for in the six key words. However, I also teach about mission vision. You need to have a mission and you need to have a vision. Your mission is your why. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again? What do you want so bad that you're willing to give it all you got? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad? Don't you hear it? That's your why. That's your mission. Now, vision is your how. Vision is the steps, the rungs on the ladder, the stepping stones to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. Your mission is your why, and your vision is your how. It was Nietzsche, who I don't care for. He hated God, and Hitler loved him, so two strikes in my book. But he has one of my favorite quotes, because the truth is the truth. Whether I like the guy or not, it's still the truth. The truth is the truth, no matter where it comes from. You got to get that. And the quote is this, he who has a why can bear almost any how. See, when you know who you are, when you have a mission, then what to do is a lot simpler. Matter of fact, when you have a mission and it's formed in a statement, sometimes a mission statement reduces things that you can do. It basically negates, remember, sins of omission and sins of commission. If part of your mission statement is to live a life of integrity, and you're in a committed relationship, why would you be at a place where people of the opposite sex run around with no clothes on? It's incongruent with who you say you are. What? So when you know who you are, what to do is a lot simpler. And what not to do. Remember, sins of omission, things that you did not do that you should have done, and things of commission, things that you did do that you shouldn't have done. And it was Einstein that said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And this is what this is why I get scared for the future of this country. I'm scared. I am absolutely scared. I would not want to be a kid today. Uh, we are not giving our kids a better country than the one we got. We are destroying our country. I mean, you look at simple thing of California. California has been on a downward spiral for decades. It's one of the worst states to live in. Uh, I mean, uh, homelessness out of control. Um, you, I mean, taxes are crazy. You can't buy a house for un- under 800000 the cost of living. And all these liberal, wealthy liberal people live there that pass laws that you don't, they don't have to abide by, but everybody else does. It is going downhill fast. It's been going downhill for a couple decades. People are leaving it in the droves. And they get a chance to change course, to do something different. And it's a recall election. So it would only be for a short period of time, and there'd be the normal election coming up in less than two years. And what happened? Two-thirds of the people said, let's stay the course. That's just stunning for me. Ouch. Uh, I don't care what party you belong to. That's just incongruent. That's just illogical. 
that is going down the wrong path. That's the ones that you, you guys hate, Donald Trump. And so you voted for this other guy, Biden, who's not even our president. I don't know who he is. But, boy, he sure isn't our president. But, boy, he's out there. Uh, he's supposed to be president. But what's going on is amazing. And then I can show you just right here, just news articles today. Here's one. Immunologist regrets voting for Biden after draconian vaccine mandate. Destructive and divisive. One of the guys who's an immunologist. I mean, a guy who is supposedly a, 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 a McCain Republican. And you know what all the McCain Republicans did? They voted for a Democrat. Joe Biden, who's getting our people killed in Afghanistan, who is destroying this country, who is taking away our rights and wanting to get a jab in everybody's arm. And now even people that voted for him said they made a mistake. Virginia teacher says encouraging behaviors like following directions is white supremacy. How about this one? You won't hear about this because they don't want you to know this. Arizona election fraud. There are 100,000 ghost votes that they found in Arizona that came from nowhere. They can't track them back to anything that was sent out. 100,000. There is so much fraud in Georgia, so much fraud in place. And it's not been, it wasn't just this last election. It's been going on for a long time. Yesterday, I shared it on the radio show, three elderly people showed up in Woodland Hills to vote. None of them together. They're all different people. They came separately. Uh, and each one of them, when they went to say, said, you've already voted. Now, they were all Republicans. And uh, they said they'd already voted. So someone actually voted for them. Uh, and, of course, I can guarantee you how they voted. Uh, you know, it's stunning. Uh, we got one of the universities now that six people have now contracted COVID. Guess what? All six were vaccinated. So now I just read this in, a, in one of the big colleges. It's just stunning. So, you know, we find out now General Milley contacted China's top general and told them that if Trump were to do anything, he would let them know first so they could prepare for any attack. You realize that would get Americans killed? This guy is subverting. You want to talk about insurgency? You want to talk about treason? Here's a military guy talking to our enemy saying, if my commander-in-chief tells us to attack you, I will let you know first to let you know where we're coming from so you can be prepared. This is what we're doing in hating Donald Do you see what I'm saying? I am, I'm a man of vision. And as I look forward, and we're getting ready to populate outer space, we're getting ready now to have vaccine mandates where you can't get on a plane, you can't go to a gym, you can't go to a restaurant unless you can show a medical thing. People, wake up. You're so worried about getting a couple extra breaths on this planet that you're willing to sell our country down the hole of what China and Russia do. At some point, you got to shake off the Trump derangement syndrome. At some point, you got to turn off MSNBC and CNN and NBC. You don't need to have TV anymore. you got access to the Internet. Millie's a, a treasonous, and yet we're all okay with it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time that we get our eyes on. If you need glasses, put them on, because without a vision, perish. I am black. We'll be right back. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. 
One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your radio show host, Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about vision. And you know, that's what this radio show is about. You know, this is not opinion. So I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is uh, maybe calculated opinion. Maybe you want to call it that. But it's not just opinion. Uh, what I do is I share with you a lot of knowledge. I share with you knowledge of physiology, how the body works, how the mind works, uh, uh, physiolo- uh, physiological stuff, biological stuff. I share with you transactional analysis, neuro-linguistic programming, multiple intelligences, uh, logotherapy, emotional intelligence, uh, canine, constant, never-ending improvement. And I wrap in the Word of God because I'm a man of God. And from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And if you get me talking longer than a minute or two, uh, unfortunately for some of you, Scripture's going to come out of me because Scripture's in me. Don't you get it? And so not only do we give you those sciences, uh, those uh, um, dogmas or those systems of processing and psychology, we also deal with truth. What a concept, right? And again, this thing that truth is relative. No, it's not. Is, is that relative, what you just said? It's the, the uh, what is it, the law of the roadrunner. It's basically about n- non-contradiction. So how is truth known? Truth can be discovered using the self-evident laws of logic, which are also known as first principles. The first principles, listen, it's important, are called first because they are not proven by other principles. They are simply inherent in the nature of reality and thus self-evident First principles are the tools we use to help us discover truth. Everyone knows these principles, even if they haven't been taught them. So two of the principles are the law of non-contradiction and the law of the excluded middle. The law of the excluded middle tells us that something either is or it is not, right? Get it? So either God exists or... Right. God doesn't exist. See, the law of the excluded middle. And then the law of non-contradiction, I love because in the book, uh, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, which, by the way, I highly recommend. It's uh, Frank Turek and um, Geis, uh, Norman Geisler. That's what, Turek and Geisler. I got to tell you, one of the best books I've ever read. If I was to have one book besides the Bible that I could have, it would be I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. It is heavy reading. Uh, it is logic. Uh, it starts off, is there a God? Could there be a God? If there was a God. What would the qualities be if there is a God? And are there any faiths that uh, that believe in, quote, that God? And then it goes through all that. So it goes through uh, six or seven chapters before it ever gets into actual God. And it's all based on logic. And in there, they use the roadrunner tactic. And really, the roadrunner tactic falls under the law of non-contradiction. So the roadrunner tactic utilizes the law of non-contradiction, which says that opposite ideas cannot both be true and false 
at the same time, in the same sense. For example, the earth cannot be both round and not round at the same time in the same sense. It cannot be day and night at the same time. Logic. Uh, the Spanish word for worry is preoccupado. So you cannot be focused in the now moment and be preoccupado. You see, that's what it's saying. That you cannot have two opposite things at the same time in the same sense. And we all know this intuitively because the law of non-contradiction is one of the most fundamental laws of all thought. As with the other laws of logic, the law of non-contradiction is self-evident. You can't prove it, you just know it. It's like a rape is either bad or it's not bad. I was reading about Jared, uh, the guy who molested all those kids, the subway guy. And so in prison, he got beaten up and I think molested. And I read the article, and then I had the audacity to go down and read the comments. And you realize how many people said, yay, good for him. We should let the people that did that to him free. We, and I'm like, whoa. So see the law of non-contradiction contra, <laughs> says that rape cannot be good and bad at the same time. So are you saying rape's okay for punishment? Rape's okay for fantasies? but rape's not okay, then how does a man know when? As you see, it gets you down a sticky trail. And just like what's going on in politics right now, people are buying in the law of non-contradiction, but they're agreeing that they're going with the opposite. You know, it's okay to listen on someone's phone call. We heard that with Donald Trump, right? With Colonel Vindman or whatever, Vickman, whatever the guy's name is, right? And then we listen in on conversation that Joe Biden's had with the president of Afghanistan where he's telling him a lie. Not a joke. But no one seems to care about that phone conversation. Here is the guy's lying. He's telling another leader to lie. But there's no need for to investigate that. But they impeach Donald Trump by saying, until they take a look at their corruption, let's withhold this money. That's impeachable. But a U.S. president on a phone call with a foreign leader telling them to lie as we're getting ready to slaughter thousands of people by pulling out. Uh, it's just stunning. It's the law of non-contradiction on its opposite, that people don't care. People don't care that Joe Biden is lying to us about the COVID thing. But yet for four years, we were told, or for two years, we were told that Donald Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. Follow the science, follow the science. And now we're supposed to follow what science? Because science tells us that what Biden's doing doesn't work. It's not working. It's silly to wear a mask in a car by yourself. It's silly to have six foot distance. It's silly to quarantine healthy people. And yet science doesn't say any of that. But yet we're supposed to follow the science, yet Biden's doing the opposite thing of what science says, and but people are okay with it. You see, this has nothing to do with logic. This has nothing to do with truth. What's going on, this has to do with feelings. And so people feel that Trump was a bad guy, and so they vote for the other guy. And this guy is a joke, and he's destroying our country. You got Newton's third law of motion, Right? Norton's third law is for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. The statement means that in every interaction, there's a pair of forces acting on the two interacting objects. The size of the forces on the first object equals the size of the force on the second object. Law of causality. A principle or in philosophy, everything, every change in nature is produced by some cause. The law of cause and effect or the law principle of causality. It's been investigated and recognized for millennia. In the book Phaedo, uh, written by Plato in 360 B.C., 360 B.C., 
An investigation of nature, quote, is spoken of concerning causality, wherein, quote, the causes of everything, why it each thing comes into being, and why it perishes, and why it exists, are discussed. You got to get this. I use laws, chain of causation. Causation is the casual relationship between the defendant's conduct and end result. In other words, causation provides a means of connecting conduct with a resulting effect, typically an injury. In criminal law, it's defined as the actus reus, an action from which the specific injury or other effect arose and is combined with mens rea, a state of mind, to comprise the elements of guilt. This is not opinion. This is reality. And we are going downhill on a road that there's a sign in front of us that says bridge out and we have no brakes. And it worries me that so few people have a vision. And why it is, is because most people don't have a mission and vision for their life. So before we can get a a mission and vision for America, that's what's lost. We always had a mission. Listen to Ronald Reagan. He told you our mission was to be that shining light on a hill. You know, for a long time, 90% of all missionary work around the world was funded by America. We were blessed, so we wanted to be a blessing. We send out missionaries all over the world, and now America wants nothing to do with God. Now we have pastors like Ralph Warnke, uh, who says, basically, you don't need the blood of Christ. He's supposed to be a Christian. You don't need the blood of Christ. Yeah, Warnock, just be a good guy. That's all you got to do. Stunning. So what's your mission? A mission is three things. It's who you are. It's what you do. It's the quality in which you do it. It should describe the best possible you. It should list the principles that you live by, and it should inspire you. And once you have that in place, now you're going to need to put the vision steps, the actions. What actions should you take to move in that direction? So I'm going to leave you with this thought. Who are you? Why are you here? Quit being wrapped up in your feelings. What's going on in this country today is destroying this country. We are destroying America. And unless we wake up and get a vision to start doing things differently, our kids are going to pay a price. By the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And what's going on right now is pretty sad. And so go to likeitmatters.net to read about our transformational training and reach out to me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life with vision, it matters. will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, 
counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.